Hi, friends, and welcome to 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. This episode is entitled Conquering, and so we are excited to talk about you being more than a conqueror. According to um, Romans 8 and 37, it says, Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. And um, as I look at that, I, of course, um, paraphrased it, but it says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Yes. So that's talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ loves us. And let me tell you, when you put your life in the hands of the Lord and you allow God to fight your battles and you just show up with the praise on your tongue and, 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 and a right heart, when your heart is right toward the Lord, when you go into battle, you'll, you won't even have to fight. Let me just tell you, because God will fight for you. And I just want to give you a couple of nuggets, a couple of things that um, have helped me in battles and situations situations that I've been in. Of course, when we look at 1 Samuel um, 17th chapter verses 41 through 52, we find King David there. And David, King David is just a little boy and he's fighting a giant. He's just a little boy. And here, here's this, this, this giant that's bullying him. Parents are, if you're listening to me, I want to encourage you to listen to the a podcast in its entirety. And of course you approve of it before you allow your child to listen to it. But I want to speak to, to that situation where you are being bullied. Yes, you can go to First Samuel 13, um, I'm sorry, the 17th chapter, and you can see the victory that uh, David had. Now, we go right back over to the New Testament in Romans 8 and 37. We have to tell our children. We have to pack them with the word and show them that you are more than a conqueror. If they're facing a bully at school, if you're facing a bully on the job, let me tell you, look that bully right in the face and let that bully know God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Love that bully by praying for that bully. Love that bully, but not becoming who they are. You don't have to answer me with meanness. You don't have to become a bully to um, conquer a bully. That's why God gives us love. He gives us power to be able to stand against that. And he gives us a sound mind because what bullies do is they try to get your child or they try to get you to get off focus and to become distracted. And a bully really wants attention. But what a bully really needs is love because not all attention is good. And so when we run away from bullies or we allow them to get us down, that's just what they want. They They are looking for a reaction. But we've got to give them the love of Christ and stand firm. You know, the love of Christ does not make you weak, but the love of Christ is also firm. It's it's very firm and it has to be an affirmative for you that I love God with my whole heart and my God protects me. I am a friend of God. Therefore, anybody who comes against me, they're coming against God. And this is why daily we want to make sure that our lives um, line up with the word of God and that our lives are lining up with God because he is our protector and he takes good care of us. We just praise God for who he is. When I'm getting ready to go through a situation, I go to the book of Luke and in the book of Luke, I find where I don't have to even worry about what I'm going to say when I get into situations or circumstances. All I've got to do is show up. I don't have to premeditate my my phrase or my response to the enemy because at the time that I go in, God's going to give me the word that I'm going to need to be able to fight the enemy. God will give you just what you need to say. You don't have to have a statement that's premeditated. You don't have to go in trying to defend yourself for God has already defended he's already um defended defended you excuse me and God's already covered you you won't even have to you won't have to speak you won't have to come up with some some um some some bogus lie or anything like that uh for for which to you know 
try to protect yourself because in the end God is going to do it just for you I also found out that in first Samuel the 17th chapter um, when David is fighting this Goliath, he he looks at Goliath and he says, okay, I'm going to use what I have. The spirit of fear could have overtaken little David, but David fought this Goliath. He, he fought this Goliath. He fought him with what he had. He had a slingshot and a couple, couple of rocks. And let me tell you, we've got the slingshot of God's holy word. God's word is very flexible, let me tell you. It works in all kinds of situations. And th- with the slingshot of God's word, you know, we've got the rock of ages on our side that's why it's important that we accept christ as our personal savior and we walk with him and we allow him to lead us and and to guide us and to show us what we need to do you know we always talk about David and his his um, slingshot and how he took that giant down. Well, I want to tell you, perhaps um, you are facing a a a someone someone that's seemingly bigger than you. Maybe it's a boss or a supervisor or a manager or a CEO. Maybe it's an entire corporation or maybe you're in some kind of court case. I don't know. Or perhaps you're. Um, just not the majority you you are a minority that's standing for right or maybe it's an injustice that you have been chosen as a daniel or you have been chosen as an esther to speak up against that situation sometimes it feels like the 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 force that we're fighting is it's way bigger than us but let me tell you when you submit yourself unto god the bible says in james um, 4 it says that submit yourself unto god and that devil is going to have to flee from you so submit yourself now unto the Lord and as you submit yourself and you align with God the enemy is going to have to leave you alone you know anybody that comes against you if you are are aligned with God that they're coming against God who's on the Lord's side but I want to talk lest I get too far away from the main topic that I want to talk about is I want to talk out of the book of Judges and I really want to demonstrate this to you because there are times that we're you know having battles with people who may be um, uh, subordinates or maybe it's people that um, may be you know people we've got to overlook or we might have a battle with someone younger than us or we may have a battle with someone that may seem not as um, you know important in our lives necessarily but when it comes to your livelihood and when it comes to your job and you know sometimes we tend to back away from those battles because you know I could lose my job if I speak up or you know I've got to feed my family what's going to happen if I speak up for righteousness sake or against uh, an injustice I want to give you the courage to know that when God is using you to be used of God Now, don't let people use you, but make sure you're being used of God. And when you're used of God, you're going to win. Let's go to Judges because we've got to get this this word. It's a wonderful word. Let's go to Judges, the first chapter. And I'm just going to read just a little bit to you here just to get you to see um, how how to how God intervenes when it's even a battle with a giant or some someone who seems to be of larger caliber or whatever in there let me tell you we have a big god and he's he's gonna let you win judges chapter 1 verse 1 says now after the death of joshua it came to pass that the children of israel asked the lord saying who shall go up for us against the canaanites first to fight against them and the lord said judah shall go up behold i have delivered the land into his hand 
Verse two is so important in your battle. When you're going up and you're doing what for righteousness sake, what is right? Make sure that you're, you're right about it. Okay. So when you're, when you're standing for righteousness sake and say, there's a battle that you're in, don't back out of that battle because verse two is very important. When the Lord answers them, um, when they, when they seek the Lord, that's what we need to do. The first verse is important because they first seek the Lord. The second verse is important because the Lord answers them. And he says to them, Judah, which is praise. That's, and I want you to go into your situation already praising God. Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. So God prophetically tells them that it's already done. Because he says in verse two that the land is already delivered over into Judah's hand. But Judah hadn't even gone out to fight yet. So let me just tell you, when you do it for righteousness sake and, and when you do it because it's what God wants you to do, not what everybody's pushing you up to do or what you think is right. But when you've sought the Lord about it and the Lord tells you, yet yeah, this is what you're supposed to be doing. God has already delivered you, delivered, delivered the enemy into your hand. He, he's already done it. God is not going to send you out and allow you to be hurt. God's not going to send you out and, and allow you to be embarrassed. He's good. Look, you've got your, his name on you. Verse three says, and Judah said unto Simeon, his brother, come up with me into my lot that we may fight against the Canaanites excuse me, and I likewise will go with thee into thy lot. So Simeon went with him. So from verse three, it is indicated that he is now going after the Lord has already said that he's already victorious. Verse four says, and Judah went up and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. And they slew of them in in Bezek, 10,000 men. They had a large victory. But get this, verse five says, and they found... Um, Adoni Bezek in Bezek and they fought against him and they slew the Canaanites and the Perizzites but Adoni Bezek fled and they they pursued after him and caught him and listen to this they cut off his thumbs and his great toes and he and and he said three score and ten kings talking about 70 years have their thumbs and their great toes cut off, gathered their meat under my table as I have done. So God hath requited me and they brought him to Jerusalem and there he died. Let me explain to you. I'm sure I don't have to, but let me just explain to you for the sake of our conversation here. What happened is they took down the big guy, um, Adonai or some say Adonai means master. It means master. So we know that he is the big guy. He is the big king, right? He's the big guy in this area. But they take off his thumb and they take off his great toe, talking about what we call the big toe, right? But he confesses to them. He says, 70 years worth of kings have come. And every time they've come, they have become as nothing with me because I've taken off their thumbs and I've taken off their big toes. Let me tell you, I don't know how, I don't care how long something's been going on in a corporation. I don't care how long something's been going on in an organization. I don't care how long something has been going on in a situation, corporation, organization, or a situation. Let me tell you, don't let anybody ever say, this is what sickens me on the job. When I go into a job and people go, oh, but it's been like that ever since I've been here. Oh, but it's been like that for years. Oh, 
ever since the organization got started, ever since the church got started, ever since this got started, it's been like that. But let me tell you, Esther, let me tell you, Daniel, let me tell you, Judah, let me tell you, David, God did not send you there to do the same thing that everybody else has done for years. It's a new day. It's a turning point when you get there. When the, the, Don't listen to the confession of those people and get tied into the same mindset that those people are part of. Oh, that's just the way it is. If the way it is, it's not correct. And if it is, if it causes injustice for someone else, if it causes somebody not to be in a safe environment, if it causes something to be wrong, then you have to use your voice to speak up for righteousness sake. Let me tell you why. I know that you may be afraid because um, you may lose your job or whatever, but God provides. I can't make it. Let me let me do a disclaimer here. I'm not telling you to do anything, but I am saying I am suggesting to you that you trust God in every process that you go through. You know, when people say to me, well, it's just been like that for years. It's just been like that for years. And with me being a pastor, people started calling me. Um, Pope Olivia. Oh yeah, she's the fixer of everything. Uh, you know they switched. Yeah, they switched it around to Pope Olivia because I'm a preacher, but she's a fixer. Well, you know what? That's cute and everything, but at the end of the day, I had to know not to get caught up in what other people were saying. If God sent me on assignment to fix a problem, then you know what? That's what I was there for, or that's what I am there for, and that is what God will have me to do. And you got to know that's why you're there. And the very people who are telling you that's just the way that it is, you know what? God didn't choose them to fix it, but He did choose you. So you got to know, Esther, that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You got to know, Daniel, that you don't have to eat the meat from the king's table, but Daniel still did what was supposed to be done of him, but he didn't compromise on his God. You got to know, David, that you might be fighting a giant, but use what God has given you to stand flat foot and to do what God has told you to do when that giant comes against you. You got to be able to stand on the word of God. We tell you stand on the rock of ages, stand on the Lord's holy word and do what God tells you to do. So this, 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 um, um, Adonai, uh, Bezek, um, he, he, he says, I've cut off to, he brags about it. Um, nobody's ever cut basically is what he's saying. He's like, nobody's ever, uh, dethumbed me. Nobody has ever taken my big toe off. I've done this to people, but you know what they did to him? Just what he had done to people for years. People look, let me tell you, you'll reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow. And some people say, oh, that day's not going to come. Just keep trusting the Lord and it will come to pass. But a lot of times we negate on the assignment that God has placed on our lives. And that's why others continue to go through years and years of oppression. Remember Moses? Moses had to be born in order to help the the Hebrews out. He had to, he had to get them out. How did he do this? By being born, but he took on his assignment and that's what we have to do. We've got to know what God has called us to and do the work that God has called us to without fear. We can't be bullied. We cannot allow ourselves to be bullied by anyone. So you got to stand for righteousness sake. So here it is that this, this King, he, what he had done to others. Now he cannot, he, he, he cannot do anymore. Let me tell you something that's very important out of this, that you've got to get out of this without a thumb. He cannot put his thumb in the top of their heads anymore. Have you ever had somebody that, oh, they only let you as rise as rise as far as they wanted you to. They tried to keep their thumb, even their foot in the top of your head. Well, guess what? He can't do it anymore. Why? Because that he doesn't have a thumb anymore. You know what? And that day, they used bows and arrows to fight with. He could not pull his bow back. 
in order to shoot his arrow. Uh-huh. So you know what? His, his days of being able to fight were over. Let me tell you what else he couldn't do. He could not get away because he couldn't balance without those big toes to help him to balance. So it was no way for him to get away. There is going to come a day where you might feel like it's a large giant. There's going to come a day where you feel like that person's so important to everybody else, but they have done me bad and there's no way I can fight against them. That there's a God that sits high and he looks low and he's going to take care of that situation. Let me tell you, there is something to, to humble the enemy. There is something that can cause the enemy to fall to his knees. Let me tell you that we have a God that is already conquered. That's why in verse two, he says, I've already delivered. The, we got to understand that we fight from a place of victory. We fight from a place of victory, but we've got to show up to the battles. We can't just tuck our tails and run. We got to show up with God on our side and a praise as a war cry in our mouths. And know that if God be for us, then who can be against us? If you're experiencing bullying, whether it's in your adult life or whether it's as a child, let me tell you, I was bullied on playgrounds. I was bullied growing up and still now I have to pull my shoulders down. Let my head sit up high and say, I go in the name of the Lord. I am an ambassador of the kingdom of God. I stand for righteousness sake. And if I am not the majority, if the, if I'm the minority, then I look up to heaven and I say, wait a minute, I've got God on my side. That's all I need. Let me share this with you. A couple of months ago, I was asking God to speak um, on my behalf in a situation and I became a little bit fearful. And God said to me, he says, let me tell you what you do. And I said, God, I don't know what to do. I said, because I don't want to get out of order. He says, and you don't have to. He says, you keep submitting where I have placed you. And he, he says, do what you're supposed to do. And he says, but understand everything that you have to answer to has to answer to me. When I tell you, it blew my mind, but it blessed me. He says, everything that's un that you're the under the umbrella of is under my umbrella. Let me tell you, God covers us. He sees everything that's going on. He was letting me know, I see what's going on. And our God is always faithful to take care of his children. He's not going to allow anybody to hurt you. Anybody. And let me just tell you. If your battle is with another believer, God will speak to them and give them the opportunity to do the right thing. We have to pray for those for whom we have challenges with and ask the Lord, help him, help her to do the right thing. Ultimately, Lord, help me to do the right thing. And I know when I say, Lord, help me to do the right thing. There are times that God has revealed to me that I thought the enemy was my enemy, but I was actually wrong. And it gave me the opportunity to see what I needed to see so that I could correct any behavior or anything that was out there that shouldn't have been out there the way that it was. So God gives us that grace. That's called grace. So I want to encourage you. If you are in a battle and you've been walking in fear, you don't have to walk in fear, but you do have to act in love. 
You don't have to walk in fear, but you do have to act in love. Well, this has been 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. I hope that you have taken something that I've said and that it's been rewarding to you and that it will be rewarding to you. And I hope that you'll tune in again. Again, I want to hear from you. So if you have prayer requests, you can email me at gracehill.ghc at gmail.com.